So I started watching Neon Genesis Evangelion. You ever heard about this shit? It's these 14-year-olds. They're getting these big Pacific Rim type, uh, type big thingies. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that movie was based on this. I don't know when this thing came out. Anyways, I've been watching this, this here anime. Now I'm thinking me, <clears throat> give up this whole wine thing. We just do an anime podcast. Let me just watch Naruto and, uh, Cowboy Bebop and, uh, well, I don't, I don't know what the rest of them are called, but, um, yeah, have you seen this shit? It's crazy. They got these, they got these tiny little children just like fighting in giant robots. And I, it, nobody's explained why they got to be children fighting in these robots, but, uh, but they do. But also, like, the beginning of the, the intro, it's got that crazy, you know, like, classic, like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da kind of music, music to it. And then all these crazy images flash on the screen. I was watching some of them, and I'll tell you what, they got the Kabbalistic tree of life in there. They just got a, they just got a whole, like, they just got the whole structure of the Sephirahotes, just like, just like, on display, on top of this just like crazy flashing lights, giant aliens with a, fighting a child in a giant robot. And it's like, well, I guess this is somehow related to Jewish mysticism. Anyways, that's, uh, that's what I've been thinking about. How you been doing? Yeah, I'm not going to stop listening to R. Kelly's music. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, dude. <laughs> You gotta, say, you gotta, I mean, you know, I've always been like, you know, separate the uh, artist from his art. And I was like, nah, man, like, you gotta uphold some sort of, but now I'm like, nah, nah, man, you gotta just, you gotta keep those, keep those, this over here and that's over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, that's all I'm saying. Um, uh, but, uh. Took me a second to figure out what the, what the, like, connection was there and then, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Then you I got, got it. it. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, um, yeah, so, uh, a very soft pivot to, um, a very young soft pivot to, uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a, a tender, tender, almost guiding one's, uh, guiding one's hands toward a direction of saying, hey, this is the part, part number three of the, uh, the, the, the blind tasting dinner. We're wrapping it up. And then, you know what? We're going to real quick follow it up with uh, the dinner the next night. Um, that's right the dinner the next night uh also spectacular but the only dinner that had what less than six wines yeah i believe we only had four mm-hmm. but one was a mag so i guess that counts as two right but, so we won't but we won't count it as two we'll just count it as one um we finished it that's what i can tell you we did we did we did so um the so what are we talking we're to talk about the food and then we wanted to talk about uh just the the, the doisy date right yeah, and then we wanted to talk about um, uh, mid-80s Japanese animation. Right, 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 right. <laughs> talk about Trapped in the Closet series. Have you, you ever watched about... that? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. I haven't watched it, like, post, you know, like, you know, post. Uh... Saying R. Kelly was Me Too'd is a little, no. kind of like a Norm MacDonald-style yeah. understatement joke, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like this Hitler guy. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this R. Kelly guy. He had some. Seemed like a bad guy. He had some sex pest behavior. Yeah, yeah. No, no. What Norm's thing is like calling Hitler. It sounds like a real. That guy sounds like a real jerk or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. That's very good. It's like I, I've been reading about this Hitler guy. It's, you know anything about this guy? I'm. Not, I gotta say, I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't like to speak ill of the dead, but that guy sounds like a real jerk. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so none of us died from this meal, despite what everyone was saying. You know, they're like, you're going to get gout. And I'm like, not yet. I live to eat another day. I've got gout. Yeah. And the only uh, prescription is more Glossy foie gras day. with. Oh, yeah. 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 Is that how you get yep. gout? Just eating foie gras? I think it's, yeah. It's probably just overloading your liver. Mm. Like putting your liver on overtime duty, and it's, it can only work so many hours in one week, you know. Yeah, and then it just burns out, and it's like, and now you got gout. So <laughs> enjoy that. Uh, my liver is <laughs> not having too good of a time. Yeah, my liver is not. <laughs> and let's not talk about the health of the liver. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is why I need the it. dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Speaking of liver, there was foie at this at this dinner, but mm-hmm. it was just one probably the worst foie I've ever made. Um, it was uh, it was fucked up, and I know I know exactly how I fucked it up. Um, 
and the torch ended up coming like icy and I was uh, I was pissed but it didn't really seem to bother uh others as much as it bothered me at least it did they didn't express it express their uh discontent I punched a hole in a wall I, yeah wow in my, in my in my parents' house? Yeah, you didn't see that? <laughs> no, I should tell them about that because yeah. that's not that's not honestly that's not cool. No, I felt like terrible. There, there's a context in which that's really cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, when like you're like filming like a we were, like a like a, like a music video for like a like a grunge. Yeah, no, and if we were recording band. like an album and I was just so pissed, but no, I yeah, I did leave a note. Like I left a sticky note that said uh, this is On for it? the floor in the hole. Yeah, nice. in the hole. You kind of have to lose yeah, the flashlight yeah. to shine it into the hole to yeah, see yeah. <laughs> my non-apology. It's not an apology. It's just like an explanation yeah. of why yeah. I punched yeah. a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess we'll, we'll talk about the Dwazi Danes so then we can get that over. We can get the wines done with and we can talk about the food quick. Let's get that uh, over. The Dwazi Dane, yeah, the uh, 04 uh, L'Extravagant, which is, you know, that's all right. It's okay. Great name I don't for want wine. To you know, it is. It's very good. Um, it's like their answer to Ekem, sort of. Not that Ekem was really asking, but they were like, hey, uh, how about this? Um, <laughs> but what if I could? But what if I could? But and, what if uh, I could? I think it's like all Sauvignon Blanc, maybe? Or at least that year was almost all Sauvignon Blanc, if not 100%. Uh, very good. Still tasted very, very young. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that'll have a lifetime of lifetimes ahead of it. Yep. And, uh, yeah, very very fucking good it's expensive it's 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 quite expensive but um it's not it's like it's like so not ecam pricing but close to ecam pricing and um when you like read about how they fucking make it it's like it makes sense you know it's super labor intensive and everything and it's just phenomenal stuff but yeah what were you what were your thoughts on it um i think just the extra little bit of age uh potentially part potentially part of it also is the 100% saw block blanc character um, I'm, I'm about to say something real fucked up and I hope you, uh, don't mind, but, um, I think, I think I liked the Akem better, mm-hmm. the 2010. Like the one from the year before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I thought the Dwazi Dane was more interesting and potentially better wine mm. and maybe just liked it better. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but you said you liked, you, you liked the I, Akem better. Well, I thought that until I started saying the thing. Um, no, like they're both. Uh, it's, it's like when you are trying to compare stuff that's so niche that. Um, yeah. You know, like I, like it's up there. It's it it it. Yeah. Like Ikem has, well, it just has a reputation, right, and a and a sort mm-hmm. of um, aura around it that separates it out from the rest of Sauterne, and yeah. This was the best example. This is the closest I've ever. This is like a good example. Of like there are other sauternes that are at that level, but um, yeah, maybe just not with the same consistency, pedigree, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to do a um, like a vertical of the extravagant because I, I, I've, this is the only one I've had of it. I haven't had other vintages. Yeah. Um. But I'd be very curious about that. Um, so, so What's like, it, uh, Sauterne. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, I was just going to make a larger point about um, Sauterne, uh, but if you have something specific about the wine, then. Oh, well, it was just the thought it. of, uh, is it Chateau, is it Ryasek? No. Uh, yes. Yeah. That yeah. redesigned their bottles to look like shit. Um, yeah, and they charge, like, a lot more for them now. They rebranded and, like, it's, just, it's a really dumb decision. Fortunately, I don't really like their wines, so that's good. So nice, more for me or less for me. I don't know, but um, yeah. So 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 Dwazi Dane. I think it's important to mention that that and them like a, like a Coute, also Chateau Coute. They're both in Barsac, and I think that's like a. I think it might be like a subregion. It's like a separate thing, but it may be a subregion of Sauternes because sometimes you see it labeled as like Sauternes Barsac. I should really look that up, but B I R S A C. Um, Barsac. But the the wines are they're are different. Sauternes is a bit more like, um sort of pl- like plush and opulent okay, and then again i'm saying this like i hate when people say like oh well this one's a bit like rounder and this one's a bit more like acidic well, as in, like, i was 100 if, if you don't have taste this, you'll like this i was oh well I, I wouldn't say that but i would definitely describe ekem as rounder and more opulent and the Dwazi well, totally. Dane is like yeah, more yeah. angular and acidic yeah 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 exactly but, but but what i mean what i'm like describing is that like sometimes it, it'll be very coded and they're saying like oh this 
this producer's pinots are very like opulent and, and more like if you like that style you like those more but if you like something like you know more acidic then you'll like this basically saying like well if you have poor taste you know you'll like that but if you actually like good things then you'll like this other one if you like, like that's not how flabby <laughs> blown out bullshit pinot noir you'll yeah. like this one just fine but if yeah, you like yeah. pinot noir that isn't just a f- you know just a wow i was trying to think of a just it's a real puppy diarrhea in yeah a bottle. just a just a blubbering mass of <laughs> regret and and why can't and I think diarrhea. of words? Yeah, and uh, yeah. and um, compromise. That was the word. I was Jesus. There you Christ. go. Nice. Yeah, that's. Ayo. Yep. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, Sauterne I think typically is more sort of rich and richer, sort of plusher, lower lower acidity. Um, and Barsac is typically like higher acidity, less less plush, more um more like Riesling than it is like. Uh, like Sauterne, kind of. It's like it's some somewhere sort of in between in terms of like acid profile. Now, with that said, really all sweet wines have like very high acidity, even if it doesn't taste like it. But Got there stuff. are wines on the Sauterne side, like uh, Riusek, Riusek, I don't know how you actually pronounce it, but uh, Rye, our labels suck now. R nice R I E U S S E C or something. Um. Those wines, whatever, people love them. They get super high scores. They're like, oh, they're it's comparable to Ekem and Goodyear's or whatever. I don't really like them. I think they kind of lack the acid that I want. And but but the, and they're a bit too like you're you're drinking like custard. Like I I like that, but I'd rather drink like lemon curd where it has some richness in it and stuff. And there's an underlying like core of acidity rather than like you know super cream or whatever. Super cream. Uh, super cream. But yeah, don't I Google think that. The, I I think <laughs> or do, but or use do. like a safe search. Yeah, browser. Yeah, not not at the um, library. No, <laughs> unless you're feeling kinky using the kinky computer uh, in the library. <laughs> it's just a designated <laughs> one. You know the one. Yeah, yeah. It's just the one that has the most amount of privacy. Yeah, there's just a there's just a <laughs> cubicle around it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's uh, Ekem is very fucking delicious and i think why one of the reasons people celebrate it is because it marries those two styles it has the more opulent rich stuff and it also has really beautiful bright acidity and it just like it's this like cascading like just like pleasure like masterpiece you know what i mean like it's crazy you know um but other wines can do that like i think the Doisy dance does it in does that kind of thing in a different way and it comes across like more piercing more like impactful and kind of powerful and i think it may need age more than ekem does um just just in that vintage in my experience having those two wines but i could be wrong i don't know we could all be wrong there could be no right answer we could and i think like having having like plusher wines <clears throat> like those sauternes um though a, a plusher style or a rounder style is like kind of immediately more um not necessarily but a lot of times it lends itself towards you you can drink it younger that doesn't mean it won't age but like it's it will be ready to drink sooner but again like it's funny saying all these things it's like these are all terms that people will use to you know encoded you know coded shit talk of wines like oh this is perhaps uh, this will be you know uh, ready to drink sooner than than these others meaning like oh this one is yeah but that's not a, it's yeah not valuable or whatever it's like it's bullshit and so like when i'm hearing myself say these things i'm hearing other people you know, I'm hearing it from another perspective or, like, if I would hear someone else say it and what that means or whatever. I don't know. The, so, the whole, like, know. ready to drink sooner, ready, needs time, like, thing is so funny because it's, like, well, I was dealing with that right now. With, we have a wine that's, like, oh, yeah, people should be drinking this now because um, it's amazing right now. I'm really happy with it. But I don't I don't know how well it's going to age. Um, I think it might mm-hmm. quite well, but... Uh, <laughs> But the flip side of that is sometimes you drink a wine or try a wine and you just go like, oh, that needs some time. Like, and what you're really saying is like, ah, oh, that's not very good, but it might get better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That, very funny. It's, that stuff's all very, very tricky. And it, it, it is so annoying how like, yeah, it like, it's very fun to drink wine with people that you're not trying to lie to or impress in any way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This fucking sucks or... Or this is really good, and not have to like 
couch it in like, mm, yes, I'm gonna use the correct oh, way of way of saying that this uh, the structure of this wine is, you know, like just actually like using those things just as descriptors instead of like judgments. Because yeah, I think yeah, you're dis- exactly like it's funny. I feel like we described the Chem and the Doisy Dane pretty much the same way. We just had different like reservations about what what we might be saying by inadvertently not saying like what we might be <laughs> saying that we didn't mean to say but someone else is like oh that's what they're saying it's like totally no, because like both if fucking I... great and it was yeah surprising yeah. to have like i think i like the style that of the doisy dane a little bit better yeah from a like how i feel about the rest of wine kind of perspective but that EKM yeah just yeah. did have like the full somehow had the full weight of its like reputation in it and was like yep no nope, yeah, yeah. living up to that so so <laughs> totally yeah no, man, it's funny. With, like, you know, even, like, the... the Sometimes you'll have wines like that. We'll have, like, the the, maybe the leftovers something from, from a few days ago or, or a bottle that you're not, you know, totally certain about the condition of. You're like, uh, uh, well, what about this? And you try it. You're like, yeah, this is really good, but, like, is it living up to the hype or whatever? And then you have, like, you know, something else that's, like, very good but not as good as that and, like, reputation or whatever. And then you have them side by side, and you're like, oh, it just blows the other thing out of the water. Like, it's... <laughs> it's not even close but um but yeah no just like like i was just imagining if you took the words that we said and you had written them down and said that like i don't know fucking wine enthusiast or something said like gave one of those wines a review or like reviewed the extravagant or something and said those words that we did we would we would you know after having read that we would think that they're speaking poorly about the Doisy Dane because it has the, or, or vice versa, because it's, you know, one is ready to drink sooner or whatever else. So it's just like, that's more about how fucked up the wine, like criticism and everything is than anything that we're actually doing it. But it's just like, because we're so like involved in this all the time and like spend so much time thinking and talking about it. Like you can't get away from it. Nope, you cannot. We live in hell, folks, and there's no getting out. <laughs> there's none. Um, the... Yeah, so the food, um, I didn't really talk about it. Did, I did, the did foie. The duck I did was like spectacular. A, uh, spectacular. Spectacular. Did like a root vegetable I thought the soup. foie was great. Uh, I I don't really even know what you're saying was wrong with it, but uh, I'm not I'm not trying to <laughs> deny. Yeah, yeah. Speak your truth, brother. It's revisionist history is what you're trying to do here. Yeah, I mean, that's all I'm saying. I do prefer you know? the style of the foie from the night before. I prefer that style of cooking it. But you know, mm. but there was a different thing. Nice. There was a different, yeah, very different thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> different deal. Yeah, different deal. I'm um, just, you know, there's something, something I don't trust about an extruder, and that's nothing to do with you, there, partner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the um, and then yeah, this like root vegetable soup. Uh, did duck, and so yeah, the root vegetable soup did champagnes and the gruyere and stuff. Um, the and the oysters, yeah, the don't forget breast. the oysters. The oh, oh yeah, the oysters. oysters. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then did the lemon, this like lemon mousse, very tart lemon mousse with the sauter and stuff at the end, which I think is always a, it's always a fun dessert. I love that. I love making that. It's easy. And uh, there's the, uh, I'll do a plug for the all those things. Not all of them, but most of them, actually. No, I think all of those things will be in the cookbook. So Hell when that yeah. comes out, that'll be that'll be a whole separate thing. But um, yes, do you want to move on to the... To the to the um the following night. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. Let's so, fucking go, um, bro. That's awesome. I'm not trying to give them any. I'm not try- Dude, that's that's fu- that's awesome, bro. That's so awesome. That's awesome, bro. Oh man, in a way, I was hoping you were gonna you were gonna like say a poem or something. For oh, the intro, that, and I could be like, that's that's awesome. It occurred to me that I for- so forgot awesome, to. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> uh, Next time. Yeah. Know? Well, it was also just like. Yeah, missed missed the beat on it, but just like yeah, it was really funny when we all tried the Dwazi Day, and you were just like, "That's awesome, that's awesome, dude. that's awesome." <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant, but there is a restaurant that is located by me that um has a very extensive, <clears throat> very extensive wine list. Their wine Basically, list literally wins awards. Yeah, yeah, and uh. It's a huge list. Place has been around for forever. And basically, when they put something on the list, 
that's the price that it goes on as and it stays as. Typically, I mean, th- there have been instances where they do adjust prices on stuff. I'm sure with like DRC I and whatever. I think they kind of have but, to um, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But any of the shit that, that we bought, they have not changed the prices on. Um, since the 90s was, in some cases. Since Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the I'll sort of read the list off of the wines. Actually, all right, so what were you expecting from the place and did it match what you were expecting and what was your general... What'd you think of it? Um, I was expecting. Okay, so I uh, I w- was not expecting it to be quite as like tight as it was. Um, oh, which yeah. is like I love that in a restaurant when restaurants you know just like to the gills with you know how they're trying to use yeah. the space. Um, I wasn't expecting the gourmand. That kind of decor was very charming. Oh yeah, love that. Um. <laughs> stuff is so good also is not expecting the ties that all the waiters were wearing which just is like feels like a oh yeah like that feels (laughs) like someone suggested it as a joke and then they actually went with it which is just amazing um yeah but then yeah no it was like just (laughs) i would love i i totally understand why that's like where you go because it's like Oh, it, it was phenomenal. Like, the food was phenomenal. The place is awesome, dude. It was so awesome. It was... <laughs> that place is awesome, though. Yeah. No, it is. It's... <laughs> it's like the... I love it there, man. A uh, friend of mine was describing um, the writer Jim Garrison to me the other day, and she was talking about how he's, like, got this gruff kind of, like, classical style of masculinity, but he, before he mm-hmm. moves into the space of being, like you know, a, a prick, like a misogynistic prick. He's like, it was kind of reins it in right before you get to where you actually like be like, yeah, nice. piece of shit. But it, it you know, it, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, turn. It reminds you that there is something charming about that. Like there is something charming about that type of guy or like quality. Um, you know, it's like Hemingway up to a point. It's like the reason Hemingway endures is that there is something about all that that is compelling. But then, you know, you're like, oh, it's like, it's trauma. You're just a very traumatized person who's uh, not expressing himself well. Okay, cool. It's like... Yeah, sick. So, you know, if you, the the values that you cleave to, to hide all of those uh, things, like when you have values and principles, <laughs> those values and principles are good, but then the fact that you're using them to hide deep trauma and not deal with it, that's not so great. <laughs> Bad. Bad. But, uh, yeah, I would say the whole place had, like, that kind of, like, it was, it, you know, was so, like old school in a way that uh you know it just you just walk in and you're like oh man i can think of so many people who just like hate this place for being you know like like not actually being but in some ways feeling like uh if there were like meetings of the patriarchy they'd happen there you know like oh yeah 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 like it had that it had a bit of that but it was still so like it was great like it would you know it's like ah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah like there is something nice about like warm wood paneling and like a big old mirror behind the bar and like a bartender who's <laughs> probably you know 700 years old <laughs> it's incredible yeah yeah no it's uh it smells the same in there that it's smelled for a long time, except I'm sure they were like for a long amount of time there was smoking was allowed in there. Oh yeah, you know like cigars. I mean, they when you walk selling in, selling cigars up front, buy a whole yeah. bunch of cigars. Yeah, uh, um, it's the kind of place where like it, in the way that like uh, uh, the wait uh, waitress at a diner can call you hun or sugar. And yeah. it's just the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. and like <laughs> I do, and I know that there is a very strong gradient to like why this isn't the case, but it is the kind of place where a couple of the guys working there, it seemed like they could like just refer to like someone as darling, and it'd be totally fine. It's just like yeah. very like comfortable and it's yeah. like oh yeah, yeah. It's, that's just what. That's just what he calls people. <laughs> totally, totally. It's also the kind of place where, like, they can just read, like, basically act like they're telling you about specials and they're just describing an, an item that is on the menu. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is great. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> this is... <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, so um, we ordered. I was very excited. Uh, we got, there's a couple things that I, like, I knew that I wanted to get, when, like, you know, before... 
we got there and the other thing is i was like let's just let's check it out and like i want you to pick some things out and then you know we can figure this out together um but yeah one thing we got was a um a mag of 1995 uh, la rioja alta 904 grand reserva um that wine fucks it is so fucking good and even like younger vintages of that one, you can find it for like, uh, like 65, 60 bucks to 70 bucks. Um, like a current release and the current release is probably like a 2012 now or 2011 now. And, um, those wines are really fucking good and they like live forever. And those are the things that like, that's a wine that if that costs 35 bucks, like I'd buy like a case of it every year and just fucking forget about it. You know what I mean? Forget like, about it. it cost. Yeah. Fuck, forget about it. But, um, so we got that. We got, um... Oh, wait, what's... The, ain't, the That was the 9... Oh, the 904 Grand Reserva. Okay. 904. Yeah, yeah I yeah. have a bottle... That's funny. I didn't even think about it. Uh, the La Rioja Alta Reserva Vina uh, Alberdi. Oh, yeah. Yep. I've got a bottle of that sitting on my counter right now. <laughs> Dude, it's, uh, that wine's also very good. Nice. It's uh, and I think they have some of those um at that restaurant too with some age on them, um for not a lot of money at all. So yeah. Um again, things to go back for. There's always there's always stuff to go back for. Yeah, it looks like um, the current release might be the 2011. Okay, nice. Yeah. Nice. Moist. Yeah. Uh, then next we got a. Oh yeah, the other one I knew we wanted to get was a um, Kumio River um Mate's Vineyard Chardonnay from 2013. Because I know they had that on the list for also not a lot of money. And uh, let me tell you, uh, it's quite good. Yeah, that wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wine fucks big time. Oh. Fucks big league. What's the 890 Rio Hot? Oh, dude, the 890. I've never had it, but it's supposed to be f- like way better than 904. Like not even close. Like uh-huh. it's it's much more expensive. Yeah, it's. I, I'm but asking because it's $1,400. No, 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 not for, I mean, maybe for an old one, but current release, the 890 is probably like, probably like 180 bucks, maybe 200 bucks or something. Oh, yeah, I was looking at the 2010 uh, one, weird. For 750 of it? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Maybe the site just sucks. Oh, no, yeah, here's the 890 for 180. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's supposed to be gonna like, have to get one of those sometime. Gonna, <laughs> they don't have them. They have it at the restaurant, but um, but not that cheap. I think it's like three hundred or something like that. But um, but uh, it's supposed to be fucking incredible. So once we get more Patreon money coming in, or if I find one for cheap, then uh, but that's not really a wine that you find for cheap. But for relative, you know, who knows? I've said that about a couple wines that I found. So um, fingers crossed. Um. And, if someone's uh, gonna do it, <laughs> it'll be I'm the goddamn man for the job. You and Scooby Doo, out Scooby Dooby, goddamn do hunting down the deals. Hunting down, yeah. A 1995 uh, Zine Dumbrecht Pinot Gris Clovinsbuehl. Now let me tell you something about this fucking wine. This wine, also, we did not have a wine that night that did not, that, uh, did not fuck. As a matter of fact, they were all very good. All the wines fucked. Let me be clear. Uh, let me be clear. Uh, every wine we yep. had that night, uh, it fucked. Uh, each one. Each one <laughs> fucked. Uh, and none of them sucked. They did not. No. Uh, I know what you're saying. The, you know what the, su- the sucking is reserved for? Uh, me sucking down this wine. Uh, nope. Oh, okay. Well, I'm uh, worried about where you might be going with this. Regis, uh, who is uh, <laughs> the God biggest wannabe for d- 2000? It's a daily double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This total fucking floor mat of a human being will do anything as long as he is, you know, fucking, I, don't, I got nothing. This man. consultant had high, high yep. hopes for a minute that were then yep. dashed. By the reality that no one in their right mind actually thinks he should be president. There we go. Nice. <laughs> All right. And then the final wine is none other than a 2000 Chateau Cantemerle. What did Cantemeril. you just call me? Can't, can't, Cantemerle. I, you can't, um, you can't Marl, Marl, my daughter. 
you can't Merle, Merle. You can't no, marijuana. Can't marijuana my daughter. I was gonna go Marlboro also. Yeah, but uh, marijuana. No, that wine. I wanted to. <laughs> that wine though did have some tobacco in it. Quite yeah. a bit, quite a bit yeah. of tobacco in there. Um, but yeah, so some wacky tobacco. At the wow, at the top, the Rioja. What'd you think? What were you expecting? Just or any of these wines in whatever order you want. What were you? What did you think? What were your expectations? Your hopes? Were they dashed? Were they? Well, to um, be perfectly caressed and candid kissed. with the uh, with the darling audience, I was hungover as a piece of shit all day. Um, <laughs> oh, I was yeah, a that's a right. train wreck. I was just yeah. I was a sick boy. Um, yeah, I caught. I caught uh, Covin, as as they say, uh, Covin nineteen because I drank nineteen wines. Um, and you committed nineteen crimes. Yeah, and they were all drug possession. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I started the evening out just really worried that I was going to take a single sip of this Rioja because I knew we were going to be having it, and then just immediately throw up on the table. Like I thought I was just gonna just fucking toss my goddamn cookies. Uh, my goddamn cookies. But I did not. Um, it was very good. It was. It took a while to open up, both just because it took a while to open up, but also for me, because I couldn't take more than, like, a tiny sip of it at a time. But then I'll tell you what, when that fucking, uh, when that fucking Pinot Gris got out there, that shit. Oh, yeah. That'll cure what ails you. Uh, especially yeah. if what ails yeah. you is a hangover, because then you'll be like, oh yeah, drinking's fun, and I want to do it, so I don't yeah. feel bad anymore. <laughs> now I'm just going to drink. Um, yeah, all better. Yep. Um, yeah. And right about that time, I was able to like eat some bread and stuff, and just feeling more stable. But yeah, um, the Rioja was, it was, it, aged Rioja is so good. I love aged Tempranillo so goddamn yeah. much. Um, because it, it it's so cool it it's awesome it's awesome dude it's awesome dude it's so awesome it's dude. so awesome it's like a it's like a <laughs> it's like if a poet came from boston you know like a sensitive yeah. guy who's also like he could beat the shit out of you if he needed to. just like a badass guy yeah he's like a badass guy who's like smart but also like he's like he's smart but he also gets in fights that he wins you know it's like yeah Yep. He's like the kind of guy who, like, if uh, if you tried to hit on, like, his girl, he'd, like, come up with some, like, long convoluted thing that, but, but the end of it was him saying, how you like them, a- them apples? And you'd feel like a real fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> So, so it, so real, yeah. So, Israel, it had the tannins started out a little like, um, it is like a nice little bit of crunch to the tannins. But the thing that's so great about wines with that, like, particularly Tempranillo with that, like, age on it is it move, it develops this delicacy that puts it like it's like. You got Pinot, and then you go from Pinot, and you get to a wine that's a little bit heavier. But as it ages, it kind of moves towards the same, moves towards the same uh, intensity and depth, and kind of like, uh, 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 yeah, structure is still, I suppose, a good word. But uh, like how Pinot relates to Nebbiolo, Tempranillo relates to both of those. It except it's just like a bit, you know, it's a bit higher up in the like time it's going to take but then how big and like intense it's still going to be um and this wine certainly was there it's like yeah this is a very delicate uh elegant white uh red wine but with a lot of foundation a lot of a lot of birth yeah um no no i thought that was honestly for like my expectation of one like i was expecting to be still like burnt out and i was kind of burnt out on red wine after the night before, like, but it was so, it was so good. It had just this great sort of, that, like, graphite granite, like, um, like, graphite shaving, almost, tannin quality, and, um, black, like, currenty, cassisi sort of fruits with, it was just really goddamn good. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, I don't know, like, it was, it was the most, like, oh, this is, like, a Bordeaux that I could just really get. I could really get in and drive, you know? Like, I could really just, like, sort of 
yeah, just sort of get get her into third gear and hit the hit the pedal to the metal, right? Kind of whine. It was really good. Um, yeah, I was and I I was just so like I was enjoying the two white wines so much. I was like, I don't even want to drink any more red wine. And then that one showed up, and I was like, oh, this is actually really fucking good. God damn it. But the like both of those were great, but they were like they were like predictably great, you know? They were great in the way that those wines are supposed to be great. Whereas and the Mates was as well, but just always like I always just love having a really great New Zealand Chardonnay. I'm a fan of them. Um so it was really that was really awesome, but then the uh, the fucking that I think the wine of the of the evening for me that night was the Gris cuz that's that shit fucking it was doing the thing. It was doing the thing that you you're always hoping for. Where it's just like, what the fuck is going on? This wine is so goddamn good. It's savory and like herbal and kind of got like the vague sense. You just walked into a fucking apothecary and your the woman's about to try and sell you a tarot deck she designed herself of her cats. <laughs> Has that happened to you? Uh, not exactly. Um, uh, close enough though. Close enough. Um, nice. And then on top of that, just like these just bright singing, you know, golden, perfectly ripe pear, along with you know like light sort of golden raspberry flavors. It's just like such a goddamn good wine. Fuck. Yeah. Nice. No, the um, yeah, the texture on it was wild, and uh, it like still had so much vibrant. Oh, dude, I just got, like, a, a taste of it. Oh. Yep. Man, oh, fuck, it was so good. <laughs> yep. I want, like, that's the type of thing that, like, dude, aged Alsatian stuff is, like, it's not easy to find. No. Because it's, like, but it's also, like, who, is it just because, like, people just, like, drink it young or whatever? But, like, it seems like who drinks it? Did people drink it, like, 30 years ago? I mean, like, I don't probably, know. yeah. I think it might be kind of like the Griet thing. It's like, it's, you know, the best stuff is just getting snapped up into cellars or into restaurants that we just don't, you know, we just don't yeah, know anything probably. about. We, yeah, well, we're, we're not, uh, we're not R. Kelly styled enough to, <laughs> that's to have access yeah. to these things. Yeah. No, well, th- this place has, has a bunch of that shit. So yeah. it's just going to have to be the, for a while it was like the, the Lopez uh, yeah. whites, like the, the, like Gravonia. Um, but uh, that they that they had, they had a bunch of them, and I was just getting that every time. But uh, and then I was like, all right, I don't want to like deplete the whole fucking stock of this shit. Plus, we also had that like the date before. Yeah. Ah, fuck. I don't want to say that. All right. Well, whatever. We'll see. Um, what? <laughs> oh. I didn't yeah. wanna, even want to talk about those wines at all in here. But whatever. It's fine. It's not. It's not that people don't know about them, but um, they're overrated. Don't buy them. <laughs> um. <laughs> and uh, and if you want a review of them, go ahead and sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash corktain. No, Aged Alsatian stuff is like, it's so special. And like, it's a shame people are like afraid of RS. But um, like... I mean, it's, it's a scary podcast. It's a very, it is a very scary podcast. The, the, one of the, one of, uh, one of our friends who, who came as like, she's not a wine person, but she's a good palate. Um, and she's a very good cook and a very good baker. Um, and she's like the kind of person who's been like, you know, or she'll be like, oh, I don't know anything about this. And then you'll pour her like two things and she'd be like, wow, this one's really good. And it's like the one that's much better. And you're like, okay, yeah. All right. So you like, you can discern and like, I think as people also, she's like, she probably feels like intimidated in a setting if it's like, there's like six people who are super into wine and stuff. And then she comes in and she doesn't like feel like she knows anything. Well, it also doesn't um, help. Like I, t- like, I totally, get, I totally that. get why people are intimidated tasting with you because whenever they sit down at a table, you just put a gun on the middle of the table. Like that's your first yeah. move is just like pulling a yeah. giant service revolver out of your pocket and just setting it in the middle yeah. of the table, yeah. and then just no, sort of sure. glaring straight up at the ceiling for like thirty seconds, which like mm-hmm. I'm used to, but I, I I've watched other people respond to that. Yeah. And like like I know you just do that for you, but it really freaks people out, man. Yeah. Well, my other move that I I don't really do anymore is I'll have one revolver, right? Fully loaded just right in front of me, and then I'll also be cleaning another revolver. Yeah. You know, I've I've yeah. taken it all apart and I'm putting it all back together again, but just so like everyone knows I have a fluency in weapons and I'm like a really like old-fashioned tactical type of guy. But I also have one ready to go. So, you know, and I'll like kind of have one of my boot uh, like one of my like pant legs up a little bit, so you can see I have a gigantic Bowie knife in my uh, New Balance sneakers. So it's a great move, just in case people want to know. You know, they want tussle or wrestle. 
Yeah. The phrase for wrestling, but I'll tussle if I have to. The phrase fuck around and find out was coined by somebody who told you that he thought uh, Australian Shiraz was overrated. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't talk about that, you know, but uh, I'll just say he is D-E-A-D, you know. It doesn't count if I just spelled it out. <laughs> doesn't count. You know? <laughs> Doesn't Listen, count. I've I've had jury duty a couple times. I'm pretty sure I know how to law. <laughs> Your Honor, I didn't kill this guy, but what if I did? It's like, but if I did, but if I did, wouldn't I be yeah. the one on trial, no, dude? OJ, you are the OJ. one on trial. Also, how did you yeah. bring a gun in here? <laughs> yeah, that just relaxes yeah, me. <laughs> that bit's almost like doing that is almost disrespectful to the real life bit that OJ did. It's incredible. Like that man. Wow. I can't believe his it's publisher let him go with "If I Did It" as the title <laughs> of the book. Did it. <laughs> if I did it, Jesus Christ! Wow, incredible. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those things that we kind of would say is unbelievable, but uh, it's not because he did it. It's entirely okay, too so believable because the yeah. very fine line we were trying to walk earlier mm-hmm. by describing, or I was trying to walk earlier as by describing a place as you know comfortably classical and old timey mm-hmm. and acting as though those things can be separated out from the just insanely yeah. horrifying world of um, uh, fucking misogyny and grooming of children that has gone on for millennia and culminated in i guess r kelly i don't know where i was really going with that and then you just put on any r kelly like literally any r kelly song and you're like wow all right never mind this man is just he's just like talent incarnate like you can't just you can't you can't just learn any of that you know what i mean you can't teach that and you can't learn it you just gotta have it you know well uh straying into some pretty much like he just had to have with uh, you know can't can't learn it Yeah, yep. I was just so baffled when someone told me he was illiterate. I was like, what? He's like a famous (laughs) musician. (laughs) Wow, yeah. I don't know if that's true, but you know what? That's, uh... Look, I I don't know. I don't think it's true to say he cannot read, but what I will say from, like, looking... Like, I don't remember when it was. uh, He is not good at reading. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, he doesn't need to because have you seen like any clips of like, like, oh man, from like his concerts where he'll just start like ad libbing stuff and just singing just shit out of nowhere. He'll just come up with songs just like in between songs or like I've heard like, uh, like watch interviews with musicians who were like, yeah, no, we would like be in the studio and like we would like before we would like go to record like a song that we already knew we were going to record. There was just like a beat tape on in the background, whatever, where people were just like, you know, just like someone was putting on stuff just to kind of get everybody like warmed up or whatever. And like playing through whatever, like one minute long beat, just a whole CD full of them. Every single time, like a different one would come on, he would just ad lib, just like make up a song. He would hear like three bars of the of the of the beat and just make up a song like that. And it was like just like a smash hit record, like quality. You know what I mean? Just every just one after the next. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, man, this guy is crazy. God. He's crazy. Yeah, no, he's so, a you know. different different. Uh... Different style of uh, different style of fella. Different style of fella. Yeah, yeah. different <laughs> style of guy. Yeah. Oh, so in God. conclusion, Camille River. No, dude, Camille River is like. I feel like that's already kind of expensive. Like the especially the single vineyard stuff that it's not like it's twenty bucks and I'm spoiling anything. But that's that shit is like that's comparable to Burgundy every day of the week. Like it's oh it's yeah. so good. Oh yeah. It's like it's you know it. There's nothing that I mean. I would love to do again older because even that wine that was like was it an eleven? You can look or a on Cellar Tracker. It was a thirteen. You can look on people like oh it's a little tired or whatever. It's like dude the reduction hasn't even hasn't even faded on that. Like that's has another ten years easy in that. Like it like ne- like before you're really even gonna start to get like quote unquote like matured characteristics or whatever. I don't know. It's just those wines are also it's under screw cap which I'm a big you know big big uh, appreciator of you know. And uh, I don't know, man. Those wines, if I really, I highly suggest people go uh, seek those wines out. And same thing with uh, with Cantamaro. Cantamaro is like you can you can find those for. Uh, I think if, if you're gonna get if you want to get like futures, get by like Bordeaux futures, you can get it for like like twenty five dollars a bottle or like thirty dollars a bottle or something like that. Or you can find aged bottles for whatever like 
maybe 70 bucks, 60, 70 bucks. Hell yeah. Which is like, you know, not cheap, but to get a 25 year old bottle of very, very good Bordeaux. And it's not going to do, it's not going to be Mouton and it's not going to be whatever, but like, like, I mean, I would need to have had those wines really to not be able to say that, but like, eh, you not, know, not for the purposes of this like, program. <laughs> yeah. I guess like that, like, was that wine the best wine I've ever had? No. Was it absolutely fucking incredibly goddamn delicious? Oh yeah. Oh a yeah. Capital Oh yeah. Like a Kool-Aid, oh, Kool-Aid man. Oh yeah. Like it was fucking so good. Oh, right. And I think yeah. people get caught up on, especially like, oh, well, I just want to try like the best of this thing. And it's like, not everything has to be like assessed relative to the best version of something. Like you can just fucking be itself. And those wines are very, very good. Well, that's something I was going to bring up earlier, which, you know, we should talk about at some point in depth. But the, the difference between like how we talk about getting to try certain wines or getting to experience certain wines and buying, you know, maybe buying a bottle someday. Like there are people who buy cases of things that we might ever buy a <laughs> bottle of. And it came up yeah, a bit yeah. with like the Grier thing. It's like, yeah, there are people out there who like they set aside a you know, money every year to buy a case of Screaming Eagle because they're actually, like, able to do that because they're on the list. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It's horrifying, but it, it happens. And that's the thing that the thing that pe- other people should feel capable of doing and getting to a place of, and wine should exist for those people, is being able to spend, you know, money, but not money that dri- drives your, you know, spouse insane because you spent it but like you know if you buy say uh like being able to set aside uh 200 like 200 dollars for a case of wine a month is like you know 12 bottles of wine in a month isn't crazy um and Mm -hmm. i don't know but but there are a lot of wines out there where like if you it'd be like 500 dollars a month and to me that's nuts but i i know to some people it wouldn't be but um yeah i don't know it's just like it's unfortunate that these uh but the the whole attitude around like because that is the other thing that makes wine different from like like with Spotify or like Apple Music or whatever you can listen to the best and if you listen to certain like playlists or something you think you're listening to the best uh, R and B or hip hop or whatever or the best folk country or what have you and you have access to that it's not like there's a higher price put on certain records. So then it's all down to taste. Like, you know, you're spending $15 on a CD, $30 on a record, and then it's just which ones do you get and people kind of assess you that way. Whereas wine, it's like, no, the, there are some things that you got to pay more to be able to experience. And mm-hmm. that sucks, but we're trying to solve it one day at a time. One day at a by time. By stealing those wines. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it does feel like stealing in a way when you, like, scoop stuff up at uh, auction, but it's not, because it's like you're just picking stuff up that people, it's falling through the cracks, and people, whatever, aren't looking out for or whatever, and it's like, somebody's selling that collection to get some money, or they got it by inheritance, and they don't drink, or they don't give a shit about the wine, and they want to sell it to somebody. And sure, the majority of the time, that wine just goes to some total fucking asshole who's going to really either, you know, then resell it, or... um really just fucking like serve at a at a a big dick dinner you know to to show to somebody else or whatever and it's essentially i don't know consider that wine to be completely fucking wasted and it's funny like you'll see on instagram like there's some accounts where people just drink like fucking drc like every day or whatever you know and somebody posted something about um they posted something about like a bottle of salon from like 2006 or something like that or or like maybe 1998 or something some whatever and um they were like, oh, yeah, it's a bit tired. They, they had it side by side with like a 96 Dom or something like that. Or And they were like, yeah, the salon's very tired and the Dom Perignon or whatever. Is, and it's like, oh, yeah, the salon's like almost has no effervescence or basically it's like a still wine now or whatever, you know. And the Dom is like in great shape. And someone commented like, no, like that salon, like that's definitely is a faulty bottle. Like that's that should be in like barely ready to drink now. Like that, that, those wines live forever. Like, I don't know what that was. And it's like, oh, it's completely entirely possible that these people are just drinking fake wine all the time. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. <laughs> like, it's it's so crazy to think about that, like, they're probably drinking so much fake shit. And, like, are they probably also drinking a bunch of real shit? Yeah, I'm sure. But, like, can they tell the difference? I doubt it. No, definitely. Especially with, you can't believe all the shit you see on the internet. Oh, yeah, no. 
But no, it's um, I don't know, dude. It's a doozy. Doozy. It's woozy. a real doozy. It's a doozy woozy. And um, so if, all right, so this was kind of a little bit of a catch-all episode, but this is just a catch-all. How about a catch-up episode? We just do an episode review and catch-ups. And we're like, hey, Heinz, the only one. Hunts. If you like hunts, then well, there's another word that you. It's pretty close to that word, and you can. You can look in the mirror, and you can call yourself that word every day because you like hunts instead of Heinz ketchup. That's all I'm saying. There's only one ketchup that's really worth eating. And that's mustard. And that's Heinz. Oh. Yeah, and that's mustard, yeah. That's Grey Poupon, yep. folks. Dude, mustard's so fucking good. Mustard is phenomenal. <laughs> this is the mustard podcast yeah. now. Dude, mustard is awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's, bro, that's awesome, bro. That's bro. That's fucking awesome, bro. That's just, no, not even fucking. Just that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, should we wrap it up? <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, folks. We love you. Yeah, I don't know if why you would like this, but if you like this and you want to hear more of this, sign up for our Patreon. There's bonus content every week. It's quite good. I'll be honest. It's much better than this swill that we throw to you guys. So, um, yep. Sign up Patreon.com/slash/corktain. Give us a couple bucks. Come on. Do it. Don't be cheap. You know, because if you are. It's, that's karma's gonna come around you're gonna oh no the, there's a detour driving to work tomorrow and the detour is gonna run through a construction zone mm-hmm. why would isn't the detour or isn't there a detour because there's construction going on yeah that's not the point the point God is it's, it's gonna take you through a different construction site and there's gonna be just screws and nails and jacks all over the road and you're gonna get four flat tires and you said hey i should have just given them two dollars a month mm-hmm. but now i gotta get new tires yep who's the asshole now pal hmm Hmm? Hmm? So that's it. All right. (laughs) All right.